Welcome to another episode of The Power of the Pause with Colleen Falto, Energetic Weight Loss Coach. Today, I am joined by my friend, Daniel Gannon, who, if you are from Bucks County, is a very well-known local mom. She is the owner of Organon's Markets, has a local spotlight business as well. Not business, a uh, yeah, business. I'll, I can explain how, how it's kind of transformed. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. So I'm going to let Danielle introduce herself. She's a beautiful, beautiful soul inside and out. And she is a mother of three that has just gone for it on so many levels. And I thought people would love to hear her story of inspiration. So Danielle, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thanks so much, Kyle. I really appreciate you asking me to come on to, um, to your little program. It's really cool. Oh. I always wanted to have a podcast like this. So I think it's, it's really inspiring that you went for it and that you did it. So, well, that's just, it's funny. Cause that's exactly why I wanted to have you on because at what point do we go from like idea to a decision that we're going to do it? You know, for me personally, I had wanted to do a podcast for like two years and I made it so much more complicated in my head, <laughs> right? what it really was. Right. Yeah. I know. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's just like, I've started three different businesses, the podcast. I now go and speak to people in, in, you know, struggling to be in recovery. And I always look at like what I want to do. And my thought that's always inspired me has always been like on my deathbed. I want to know that I went for it. Even if I failed, I'd rather take the L and know that I tried rather than have this dream in my head and my heart that I'm not doing you know, I, I couldn't agree with that more that that's kind of been the driving force for me too, is always like, it all started for me when I was, um, let's see, well, obviously when I was a little girl, I had these dreams and these ideas of what I wanted to do and be. And then as you get older and you go through school and then you go to college and you kind of are switching gears and kind of figuring it out and almost like letting other things lead the way versus what your heart says. And, um, and then, you know, I still went to school for journalism and I, so I went with an emphasis on PR and, um, and communication. So I, I did go for what I had always wanted to do, which was like broadcast journalism, some form of media, um, to kind of vocalize, how I, how I felt about different topics and different things. And my, my idea back then was to maybe get a show on um, like entertainment tonight or like back then, this is in like yeah. the, the late nineties, early two thousands. So that was kind of like where I was like, Oh, that would be so cool. And that was the big driving force now, obviously before social media has taken over. But um, I think what, is really important and what I've learned through the years of my adulthood is if you really just simplify things and go back to basics in every regard, you can really find a lot of answers. And I think like you said, like with you wanting to start the podcast and then you get in your head about it and you overcomplicate things and you're like, well, I need to get the logo and I need to get, you know, the best studio and the setup and all of the things that you think you have to do to prepare for what it is you want to do instead of just going for it. And I think that, you know, in my, where I've been the most successful is the times when I've just been like, 
I really have no idea what I'm doing here. And I'm not really even sure what this is going to turn into, but I'm just going to go for it. And I'm like kind of throwing myself out there. And as long as you're working on yourself and, you know, cultivating your message to be as dear to you and as true to you as possible, then I think like only good is going to continue to come when you walk in that path. And it just flows with such ease on a, a side note though, for the podcast, a lot of people have like studios and microphones. I literally recorded a zoom session one day and there's a website, EpiPod. There's a ton of them. You upload it. It's like 15 bucks a month and that's it. <laughs> I don't have a microphone. I don't have a studio. It's, <laughs> it's so much easier than what people yes. make it out to be. And we live in a society that just complicates so much, right? Yeah. But for me, um, you know, I'm in my third business. I had a fit for mom franchise, which was a franchise that I had a business model that I, that I followed that was very successful. And then I opened my in-person gym very much from a worthiness wound and very much looking for external validation, mm-hmm. very insecure, very like, do you like it? Did I do good? Da, da, da. Not mm-hmm. a very heart centered place, very much like to, you know, get validation, external worthiness. Mm-hmm. And I found it so exhausting. Mm-hmm. I found it completely exhausting writing a message of like what people wanted to hear looking operating from a place of like what should I be rather like what is my heart Mm. and so this business my my third business now changed with Colleen where I help people on an energetic level realize that the weight we have to lose is not only physical it's emotional and it's mental too you know we all have a core trauma we're operating from something of like abandonment or not being enough on some level or another. And of course there's trauma with a capital T trauma with a a lowercase T, right? Mm -hmm. But we all have an opportunity to heal and dig deeper. And I literally will stay up until 12 o'clock at night, just like just working and doing content and just like pouring my heart into this because it, it just flows. It's just, it's so heart centered, right? Right. Right. It's easy. That's that's something, so many things that I read over the years. And when I really started this journey of really trying to figure out like, what is it that I want to do? Because same as you said, you know, I had various different jobs and businesses over the years that were, um, that were, that were great. And in a lot of ways, like served a lot of purpose for me, but I still felt like something was missing. And I felt like my, I wasn't able to like fully express myself. And I felt like there was more for me and I couldn't figure out what exactly it was and what to do. And then I started like down this, you know, rabbit hole of all of these different books and authors and podcasts and women's groups and zoom calls with people around the country. And I just was kind of like, scratching the surface. I knew there was something there and it did just that for me. It led me down this path of like fully kind of like peeling back the onion and all the layers of who am I? What do I really want to do? Yes, I'm a mom to three. Yes, I, you know, am married. Yes, I have a business, blah, blah, blah. But like, what is it? Like, why? What? what's missing? You know, something's missing. And I, it really, what it was, was I wanted to be able to do something that allowed me to like, to be myself, to be in my true standing. And, and then once I really was kind of 
going down that path. And I, like I say to people all the time, it's like always evolving. So awesome. as you even, you know, as you even introduced my, my local spotlight with Danielle, like a couple of minutes ago, it's like, it started out as just an Instagram platform where I was doing little videos of local businesses and highlighting what they did. And then kind of, I wasn't sure. I'm like, how am I ever going to, how's this going to monetize? I don't, I don't know. I don't care. I'm just, this is my heart. This is what I want to do right now. And then it evolved organically into something else, like, you know, into another layer, which was people asking me to help them with their social media and take on like helping them devise a plan and design a plan. And so then I started doing that. And then I, before you knew it, I had like 10 clients and then it moved from that to the newspaper, like, you know, uh, developing the Doylestown Cardinal, like further, like they had reached out and asked me, you know, if I was interested and then I became the head of media relations for them. And so that became- Oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah, so like that became, that came out of me just continuing to like lean into what I wanted to do, which was to write and to express myself. And I've always been good at putting feelings into words and taking other people's words and putting them down and really making, you know, creating their message in a really nice way. And so then like that just started lending me to all these different opportunities. And like you said, like I'm up all the time until like, you know, like sometimes like two, three in the morning, like just doing stuff still, because I'm just like, I have to do this, I have to do this, but I love it and it feels good and I want to keep doing it. You know, Um, I have so much to create and so many things to do that I want to keep doing it. So, yep. And when it comes from a place, like for me, of course we all work, we live in a, you know, we need to make money. We need to monetize things like you said, but for me, like if I can get the message through to one person, right. Mm-hmm. That you don't have to operate from this place of insecurity that like you are your highest authority. Right. Mm-hmm. And also a lot of people struggle, like are struggling with weight loss. That That's what my business has evolved to energetic weight loss. A lot of people I saw in the pandemic, especially right are doing everything right. When, when they, when we were on lockdown, everyone was home they're like working out, eating healthy, working from home, much less stressed out, losing weight. And then they went back to work in person. And the stress of, you know, the world we were living in was just getting higher and higher. They were doing the same workouts, eating the same, and then putting on weight. And there was such frustration. And it was so clear to me from the outside with like, I kind of I joke around that I straddle two different worlds, right? Mm -hmm. The health and the nutrition where it's like protein, calories, steps, and also the energetic Mm -hmm. of like, you know, being soul aligned, you know, doing calming down, working from a place where you're not stressed out. And it was very obvious to me that so many people were holding on to excess physical weight, so frustrated doing everything right because of the Mm -hmm. emotional and the mental weight carrying. Right. And a lot of people don't, don't connect those dots, like you're saying. So I think it's really great that you're bringing an awareness to that because it it is such a frustrating thing. And especially for women going through, you know, after they've had their children and then maybe they have that extra weight that they can't get rid of. And I'm sure you saw it when you were in the physical gym, you know, a lot. And so it's like, 
you know, yes, that's one piece of it, but there's a whole other layer of it that you're offering that is is unusual. It's unusual to get somebody that can address both sides and help to make yeah. that balance. So that's really cool. Thank you. And a lot of times too, it's like, I can't tell someone that's like a VP of a company to quit your job, right? Like that's obviously not going <laughs> to not going to happen. And I, I'm, that's not the goal of my work, but the goal is to see our perception. We have four forms of stress, perceived stress, metabolic stress, inflammatory stress, then cir- circadian stress, right? Mm-hmm. So our sleep is when we recover. I know we both reference staying up really late, but we, <laughs> I go to bed early, so you know, it's not an everyday <laughs> thing, right? Yeah. I'm not the best with the sleep part. I do have to get that <laughs> under control. I mean, that's when we recover from our day, right? The inflammatory stress, dairy, gluten. I know, Danielle, you're very into health, organic. Um, Danielle is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to anti-inflammatory, organic, the reasons why you should be doing it. I always say education drives compliance, right? Metabolic stress, calories too low or calories too high. That's going to have you gain weight either way. But then your perceived stress, how are you perceiving the world around you, right? Mm -hmm. I always say to my clients, if it doesn't matter in five years, you shouldn't spend more than five minutes on it. And that's just something that we need to keep coming back to, right? Because like cortisol is a stress hormone that we get addicted to and we start to search for it. It's so crazy. Like we're stressed out. Life is a lot. Okay, buddy. (laughs) Danielle's son just came up. He is adorable. Hey, bud we're so stressed out, right? We're in this like very stressed out fight or flight state. And instead of looking to calm down as a defense mechanism, we just look for more things to get stressed out about, right? But then you educate yourself and education brings awareness to choose out of those patterns, mm-hmm. you know? Start choosing yeah. Out of your way. yeah. And, and you know what, Colleen, like over the years, like you don't know what you don't know. And I feel like years ago, like I was always in that like fight or flight mode. Like I was always like, just like, that's kind of what I associated with being successful and being, um, you know, doing my best is that I'm always busy and I'm always doing, and, you know, like I'm, I'm always like on the move, on the move, on the move. And it takes constant work for me even today to, like retrain my thinking and my thoughts and be like, okay, like this, this is like, you don't have to being busy. Isn't necessarily being good. You know, like that doesn't mean that like you're more worthy or more valuable. Like you have to, I have to, you know, bring it in and I have to, but because I have the awareness of having done, you know, done my work, which I will be a continual thing until, you know, till the day I die, just a constant evolution. Um, And I'm grateful for the fact that I did go down the path that I did and become aware that there was something else, there was something, and then finding all of these different teachers and and leaders and books and points of reference that I can kind of apply to my life to make sure that I am holding myself to a standard that is something I want to be, you know, and and, and just like making good, just making the best choices and also having the grace with myself. I think like I grew up in a pretty strict family and my dad was very strict with me um, academically. And um, 
I went to Catholic school for 12 years. And so I had a lot of that kind of like perfection kind of thing. And um, I think that through going through all of this and understanding and having grace with myself and saying like, it's okay, like you're not perfect. So you made a mistake or you did this or this, like you learn from it and you move forward. And that's how we all evolve. And it's just like having the gentleness to be that way with with all of us, with the community, with humans, you know? I say all the time to my clients, like, we have to develop self-compassion, to develop self-love, to develop self-worth and realize like, I don't have to operate. You just referenced, I realized that being busy all the time didn't make me more worthy, right? Mm -hmm. Like we have to realize that it's this wound that we're working out of and just constantly choose Mm -hmm. to heal it, bring awareness to it. And then be like, oh, I'm operating from this part of me. Let me choose out of it, choose out of it, choose out of it. Powerful, very powerful work. Yeah, very. It's and and some people like it's amazing to me because you know, they're like I'm so like I said, I'm grateful that I I on this path that I'm doing the work, but it's amazing to me that like, you know, there's there are a lot of people that aren't aware of it at all and that aren't aware and they're not doing any of it. And, you know, it's um it's tough because it's it's hard to kind of be able to have like heartfelt good conversation with someone who isn't willing to accept their own stuff and be vulnerable alongside of you, you know, sure. oh, a thousand percent. And like, we live in this, you know, with Instagram filters, insecurities right. are just everywhere. And the more vulnerable that we can be, the more healed we can be, you mm-hmm. know, like no one's perfect. No one's healing. Isn't being perfect. Healing is accepting yourself for your true self allowing yourself to make those mistakes, allowing yourself to go for it. And then like we said in the beginning, you go for it. And if you catch an L, you catch an L, but you went for it, you know? Yes. So you, I am amazed at you, Danielle. You have three kids, you balance multiple entrepreneur jobs. What is your advice for women to balance it all and to go for it themselves while they're, you know, keeping all the balls in the air, (laughs) (laughs) keeping all the balls up in the air. Um, I think that, you know, there's, there's a fine balance because I pride myself first and foremost on, on my children and being like, you know, just being there for them and giving them the best support that I can, you know, um, in these, minimal years that they have that they're going to actually like absorb what I'm saying and that they're going to get something from me. So first and foremost, you know, I I put them first. I really do. Um, And then I try to build my life around them. So like last year when, you know, in its phases, it's all in different phases. So when they were babies, you know, I was juggling different things with them, you know, breastfeeding and, and being home with them all the time. And there, you know, it was very challenging, but I always made sure that like, I needed a creative outlet. I needed to be able to do something. So like, that's when, like you said before, I had my young living business that I was really focused on. And that allowed me to have that interaction with other women and talk about things that were important to me that we could all relate on. And I was able to build a business around that. And that was absolutely wonderful. And I'm still reaping the benefits from that today. And I still do use the oils. Um, I felt another calling to do more with other things, but I am still involved. Um, And then I, 
I just, you know, then, then as the kids have gotten older and I've been able to kind of like really pour more into and lean more into what my heart was, it was just, I think my advice would be, you know, really listening to what is it that you want to do? What is it that you always wanted to do? A lot. I read something somewhere before, and I wish I could think of who it was that said it, but it was like, if you think back on what your dreams and desires were when you were a little child, that young child still within you. And a lot of times that's what you want, what you would play all the time or what you would pretend. A lot of times that is like the form of what you want to do now. It still sits within you. And, um, and it, it, you know, it's like when I really sat with that and I understood and part of it was teaching, which I was able to do through like, you know, the different classes I hold and the different, um, the young, when I was teaching the young living classes, different other classes, like with women and entrepreneurs and then writing and journalism. And, um, and then when I had this, the little school for that, like little bit of time, when I was like, you know, involved with the co-op over COVID uh, for my children. So I, I felt like I was just felt full. And when I don't feel full anymore, when I feel like I can feel when I'm like, okay, I need to shift gears. I'm done with this and I need to shift gears and I need to turn to something else. And I always listen to that. And I'm like, okay, it's time. It's time for me to start like shifting out of this, getting more into this. And then that's just kind of the way I've lived for the last couple of years, recognizing how you feel, honoring it and leaning into it. Cause like you said, if you never went for it, how will you ever know? At the end of the day, who cares? And I listen to this book um, all the time from Oprah. It's called The Path Made Clear. It's the tiny little read, but I put it on Audible and I listen to it over and over whenever I need a little something. And basically it says like the one thing I, I picked up on today, even this morning when I was getting ready and she's like, we spend so much time worrying about what other people think of us. And had we spent less time worrying about what other people think of us and more time going for it, you know, we would be in, you know, we would, we would feel full. We would feel, we wouldn't feel the lack basically. And yeah. And that's so powerful. Like, and what really is important too, is like, what other people think about us isn't even about us. Right. Triggered, like, like, and when when you realize that, and when you really like embody that and operate from that point of view with that knowing, it's a game changer. If we're if someone else is triggered by something I said or how I look, whatever the case is, <laughs> it has nothing to do with me. Our triggers are about us, and so if someone like doesn't like the outfit that I wear, whatever the case is it really is one finger pointing at me from them and three fingers pointing back at themselves. Right. And so embracing that, like with that knowledge, it gets so much easier to be like, you know what I'm, I'm doing me. I'm going for it. We have one life, you know, right. one life, one life. And the older you get, I think like, that's why I love like our age group and up. I mean, I love all ages yeah. <laughs> value, but I mean, I really appreciate uh, the wisdom from mm-hmm. women who are older than than I and who sure. because we have they it's like it's a whole different ball game like to be a woman and to have had children and to be trying to balance all of this you know like 
I needed to do more. I couldn't just do, I, I didn't just want to, you know, do the one role. I needed to have, I needed an outlet. And so, you know, we need to, to be able to honor that and then talk to other women who are like, yeah, I did that. And I raised my kids, but guess what? I also did X, Y, and Z. And they now are like so grateful for my influence on their life because they saw mom's old, mom went for it and look what happened. <laughs> And Absolutely. we have one life. This is it. Like, why, why not? Why not run for your dreams? Like you're on fire. No, it's like, if people, <laughs> people are like, how do you do it? I'm like, I don't see how I could not do this. Right. I don't see how I could not, you know, wake up every day and just do the work on myself and then be able to, you know, heal so I can help other people on this journey and, you know, turn my pain into pr purpose. Like everything that I've been through and I've worked through and I've healed through is now my biggest driving factor. And I can honestly look back on anything that happened in my life negatively. I share about my surgery. Um, you know, mm -hmm. I, I went through a really hard time, COVID in the gym, divorce, everything. I look back on it and I'm like, it was all such a gift. Right. Like I, I can't imagine my, my, my life not with all the, you know, my little dark night of the soul, you know, that I went through that at the time was very painful mm -hmm. because I chose to, you know, do the deeper dive and do the deeper work and not, and not keep pointing the fingers. I would not be where I am today if I just stayed in a victim mentality and pointing the fingers at everyone else around me. I got to a place where I was looking within. Mm -hmm. you know? it's, that's all that's, and that's incredible, Colleen, because you think about it and it's like, like you said, all of our judgments, it starts to really mess with your head for a little bit too when you start having the shift of this way of thinking, right? Because you're like, wait a second. So now, okay, I don't have to worry about what anybody else is thinking because it has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with them. And then you're like, wait a second. So, <laughs> and you start thinking about how, you know, everybody, it's just all projections and, and, and it goes deep. Obviously we don't have time for that, but um, it is, it is so true. And it's just, I just try to show up every day as authentic as I can, yep. as genuine as I can. Some days, some days aren't the greatest. Some days I'm not, you know, I'm not on the way sure. because of different things. And that's okay. I still try to show up and I give myself grace and know that, you know what, tomorrow's a new day and tomorrow's going to be better. And you know what, too, uh, a lot of that has to do with like the circle of people that you surround yourself with, Amen. too. Amen. Because I've had some really hard, dark times where, I wasn't feeling heard and I wasn't feeling supported and I wasn't feeling the grace of like what I was going through. And then I was internalizing it, trying to like, I was like beating myself up. What's wrong with me? Why can't I figure this out? Why can't I be better? You know, and then just, you know, continuing to do the work and then shifting the people. And it's kind of like now you surround yourself with people who embrace you and understand, Hey, guess what? I'm going through that too. Or I went through this or this or this, and we're all going through stuff at all times, everybody. So have grace and, and be a good person. And like, it's a lot easier to get through world, the world. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And also, you know, like I said earlier, we, we live in a culture that just breeds insecurity. And so just owning your stuff, being vulnerable, being real, if you're having a bad day, reaching out, like I, yesterday I was just in a funk and I texted 
one of my friends and I was like, I'm in a funk. And we had a phone call, laughed, and I was able to just completely like kill the rest of my day as opposed to feeling in a funk, keeping it in. You know, it's it's a beautiful thing. But Danielle, thank you so much. This was such an awesome conversation with you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to that we reconnected. I mean, it's so crazy that it's been however many years it's been since I we know. connected originally on our old tasks, basically on our old, but we're still at it. We're still doing entrepreneurial things. Yes, I love it. I love it. And that, about, you know. that is one of the positives of, you know, so social media you get to stay connected, you know, but can you please tell everyone where they can find you? Yes. Um, the easiest way to find me is on Instagram at local spotlight with Danielle. And that's kind of like a compilation of all of the different projects that I'm working on. Um, I am a independent contractor and people will hire me to assist them with different pieces of writing, PR, marketing, uh, social media. And you can find all that information on the Instagram page and my phone number and everything is on there as well. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I'm at Colleen Felto. I have a bunch of freebies. You can download anything to help you get in that energetic balance of weight loss. All right. Well, Danielle, thank you so much again. Thank I will you, talk, to you. I'll talk to you soon. Oh, thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>